Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Hemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Jen Washington. Here's a bit about Jen. Jen Washington is the host and creator of Woke by Accident podcast. After the debt that shook the entire country, Jen decided to step up as a community advocate. George Floyd's murder and the reopening of Mike Brown's case in 2020 sparked her inspiration to create a global podcast, Woke by Accident. Here, she amplifies compelling news stories and matters impacting African-Americans and their communities. Her goal is to give a voice to the voiceless and to have the difficult conversations needed to advance relations in matters of race, a strong advocate of the community and youth. Jen enjoys volunteering with many organizations to improve her community. And today we're gonna learn more about why Jen does what she does. We're going to talk about social justice and the improvement of race relationships and how that spearheaded it, woke by accident. And without further ado, welcome Jen Washington to Jem's podcast. Hey, Genesis, how are you? I am doing well, Jen. And I want to just thank you so much for doing the work that you do on the forefront, as well as behind the scenes, having those conversations, because not all of them are easy. I'm sure they're very difficult, especially with you and I embracing our full melanated self and just having to see people that look like you and I go through, you know, hard situations that could have been avoided, you know, so it's, it's hard because a lot of those situations, in my opinion, could have been avoided if someone was properly educated and trained on certain matters or if they did not grow up in a specific environment. And I know you've been doing a lot of work in this area. So I want you to start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and leading up to Woke by Accident. Yeah, so I have been doing my podcast for a little over a year. I'll be going into my second year in the summer, so I'm excited about that. Like you mentioned, I was inspired by the death of George Floyd and the reopening of the Michael Brown case, which I actually was able to contribute locally here. I'm from St. Louis, and Ferguson is literally in our backyard here. And so when that happened, a sorority and a lot of organizations that I'm a part of got involved in the community at Canfield Apartments and gave back and was on the scene and personally can worked on the election for Wesley Bell, which is directly related to the case. And so um, I'm happy about that. And I wanted to make more of an impact. And so I saw the podcast as an outlet to lift my voice and voices similar to mine and, you know, speak out on these issues. We keep seeing the same sort of cases over and over again, and we have all these feelings about that. And so this is an opportunity to share and educate and uplift our voices and try to improve matters. So definitely. And thank you so much for just doing that because there are so many names, Sandra Bland, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Mike Brown, and so many other names that did not have the notoriety as certain cases because 
depending on what state they were in, some of it was swept under the rug or they just saw it as another black or brown individual that was, you know, gunned down or that faced police brutality or et cetera. But I think George Floyd, even though, you know, there was other things happening before George Floyd, he got the recognition because it happened pretty much on national TV. And to have someone see that really woke them up. But I'm like, don't act like that woke you up when there was other things that were going on in the past. So can you share a bit about Mike Brown's case, just a high level, because some people may not necessarily know the intricates, because I know your mission is to really educate and, you know, talk about these cases because you want to bring change to the forefront. It's not saying that this is all that matters, but this is something that affects you because you are a part of the race. And this could very well be your your father, your brother, your nephew, or somebody very close to you that's a male figure. Definitely. I always say that, you know, why do we care? Because it could happen to you. It could be your brother. It could be your husband. It could be my husband. You know, that's why we should care because, you know, it's not an isolated incident. But yeah, as far as the Mike Brown situation, it was August of 2014. And there was a you know, a misfortunate occurrence with a police, St. Louis County police officer and Mike Brown. And it resulted with him being shot like nearly nine to 10 times. His body laid on the ground for four hours and word of this got around town and we were outraged. We were, it was just unbelievable. We have never seen anything like this happen in years around here. You know, there was always incidents with the police and just, you know, disputes and shootings even, but for someone's body to be laying in the street that way for four hours, I mean, that was just unbelievable. And so, uh, you know, the, you know, obviously people were on the scene immediately and wanting answers and protests occurred. And a lot of it was, you know, pretty deep and gruesome. You know, a quick trip building was burned, you know, and during the protests and um, in the evening time, things kind of escalated and people were mad and upset, you know, and so it was just a rough time to get through and the family, you know, pushed and pushed. And another background fact that a lot of people don't know about, the prosecuting attorney at the time held his seat for 27 years. And so Wesley Bell, who is the current prosecuting attorney in St. Louis County, his election was going on immediately, like right after the death. I got to work on that campaign pretty closely. And he actually won that seat. So to overturn someone who's been holding the seat for 27 years was huge. And so the family felt really confident that they would get the case reopened and try to convict this officer who was responsible for the death of Michael Brown. And so what happened is that the case was reopened, but they found that, unfortunately, that he was justified in the shooting, which, you know, we're still kind of disappointed, I guess it would be the word behind that. Um, you know, settlements were made to the family, but we really wanted justice with that officer being held accountable. And so again, you know, we're seeing, you know, the case for Dante Wright is going on right now with this officer, you know, who said she mistaken her firearm for her taser, and, you know, we're just seeing, you know, countless people 
going through it. And uh, we want to, you know, educate our people and, you know, let them know what actions that we can take. It's definitely going to be woke, but we want to put some action behind it too. So. Yeah. And thank you for just walking through that and congratulations for being able to really get affiliated and work on that campaign because it also shows that I'm not just on my podcast talking about it, but I'm actually on the grounds and I'm taking actions and I'm putting actions behind what I'm speaking about because this is an area that you're super passionate about because it was right in your backyard. You identify with the race. You and I, we both are affected by this because when we see people that look like you and I, whose lives are taken way too soon due to negligence, due to brutality, due to hatred and all of that stuff, it affects us. Even though we may not necessarily personally know that individual, it it impacts us. And you know what? One thing that I kind of want to highlight on a lot of the things that happen around the Black Lives Matter movement, some of us agreed with it and some of us didn't because they didn't necessarily agree with certain buildings and et cetera being burned down because how is that going to help somebody? It's not going to bring someone's life back. It's not going to do anything. And if anything, it's just going to get us labeled. We're, we already are going through certain societal pressures and labels. So I kept hearing, why, why are y'all saying Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. And I said, We say Black Lives Matter because whenever you feel like your life is not as as valuable as an animal, because you guys will stop what you're doing to rescue a cat or dog before you will stop what you're doing to rescue a human being or step in because you don't want to be in the heat of the crossfire or et cetera. But isn't a human life just as valuable as an animal life? And just because we're saying Black Lives Matter does not mean all lives don't matter. We're just tired of the brutality, the injustice, and the extra layers of things that we are going through. There's microaggressions. There are stigmas. There's preconceived notions. There are stereotypes and so many other things to the point where some African-American people feel traumatized, whether they're going through PTSD, whether they're going through a form of mental health. Because of what has happened in society, they feel closed off and they're constantly watching their back. Whenever someone who is non-melanated, they don't have to go through the extra layers. They don't have to worry about if they get pulled over by a police officer to keep your hand at 10 and 2 and just say, I'm going to reach for this. They don't have to take those extra precautions because of the color of their skin. So can you go into debt? Because I know this is your sweet spot and strong suit here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree uh, you know, totally what you're saying. These are the things that, you know, that was kind of the inspiration heartbeat, if you will, for wanting to do a podcast. And initially it was um, not intended to be a guest format. It was really just me to have an outlet to share these things. But then as I grew and just um, came in contact with others, I wanted to share their thoughts too especially Black men, the majority of my guests have been Black men because a lot of these incidents that we're covering impact the Black family and the Black man. And so I feel like it's important to share their thoughts and feelings on these cases that are impacting us in that way. And so that is intentional and strategic. But, you know, as I've uh, went along, I've included other podcasters and authors and things like that. But like you said, I mean, this is happening, you know, almost weekly, daily, you know, different incidents. And a lot of people don't know about it. You know, a lot of people don't watch the news in that way and things like that, or they just gloss over what the big headlines are. But I'm looking at little stories in small towns that you may not be aware of, because like you said, it can happen to us and we need to be 
armed with this information so that we can try to make a change. You know, a lot of times, a lot of these incidents are violations of civil rights that we should have. And so that's why, you know, it was so important to me. And I really want, you know, to make a change, you know, cases of missing people and things like that. I mean, I just have so many ideas of what, how I want to, you know, amplify this, but that's, I just want to relate, you know, the passion and where it comes from, you know what I mean? Have you ever thought about going into the prison systems and interviewing some of the inmates there who may be trying to get their cases, you know, reopened because maybe they were wrongfully convicted and they did not have the money to pay an attorney. So they were given a court appointed attorney and that attorney may not have been the best person to represent them because they probably couldn't have remembered their name. They're already not getting paid, you know, a suitable amount. And to them, they're just another number or they feel like that individual is just a statistic because we see time and time again that there are black and brown men who are incarcerated for crimes that they did not commit. But later on down the lines through advanced technologies and DNA, those individuals are then later released, but they spent their whole life behind bars for something they did not do. Definitely. Um, That's a thought. And I would love to look into that. I, one of my guests had a similar story. had spent about 11 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. So it was great to have him on the show to share his story. And as I'm coming to network with other individuals on on these various platforms, I'm seeing other people with similar stories. So this is really happening to us in a large way. So I'm definitely open to ways that I can, you know, personally try to extend myself. I don't have, you know, legal background or anything like that, but a lot of times research and fact finding, you know, can assist too. So I'm definitely open to that and uh, we'll take that down is an idea. I think that would be a great addition to your show because if we're woke by accident, we could be woke in all areas. We could hear from someone who is incarcerated falsely and how their story could help someone whose maybe family may have went through a detriment or maybe another thing. How old are the people that you interview on your show? Do you interview the younger black and brown males to kind of see things from their vantage point because they're already facing a lot of pressure by society. And, you know, some of the music that is played in the black and brown community, some of the things that we put on TV, some of that stuff is not really seen in a positive light. And that's what our youth is listening to. So if they don't have a good representation of what a male or role model looks like, and they get it from TV or, you know, the rap songs or whatever they're listening to, then are we really setting our our younger generation up for success or are we making them out to be a statistic? Good point there too. A lot of the guests I've had on have been millennials and up. Um, I definitely have had some older people on as well. One that comes to mind is a gentleman who was a retired police officer from Washington, D.C. And so that was really interesting to get his perspective on these police matters and, you know, how should you handle yourself if you're being pulled over and things like that. And so, yeah, um, I'm definitely open to the younger audience. Like you said, that's our future. And so we definitely want to hear what they have to say as well. That's amazing. And one thing that I really like is that as you were talking about the different people that you've had on your podcast, Woke by Accident, 
they're millennials, but they're from different backgrounds. So you could kind of see how those stories could be woven in together and how they also have some intersections because everyone sees something from a different vantage point. But just because someone has a different vantage point does not mean that their viewpoints are inaccurate in comparison to yours. It just means that they were afforded a different circumstance and opportunity than you were. But by having these courageous conversations and engaging in these difficult conversations, we could see what the similarities are versus the differences. And if we heighten the similarities, you take those similarities and you build upon them to really educate, inspire, and motivate, and just wake up the audience. Cause it's not just for black and Brown people, but it's for those who would like to be a part of the community by way of allyship. Definitely. Yes. When you think about your podcast, Jen, what is the hardest conversation you had to have and how has it impacted you personally or professionally? So I guess that would probably remind me of the gentleman who had been incarcerated. You know, I wanted to be careful about what he was comfortable sharing about the incident, which led to him, you know, being arrested and serving a lot of time, which was away from his family. It definitely was emotional for him to discuss. But, you know, he definitely wanted to get a sense of what occurred. And so I just tried to relay that so that so that the audience understands what you went through. You know, could you share, you know, and so it worked out. And so, you know, these are things that you get accustomed to. I had journalism background. And so it's just really great to get back in the groove of, you know, that journalism style and, you know. And when you think about your platform, your brand and your baby and the work that you're doing on the podcast, as well as outside of the podcast, what do you want people to remember you by? And what do you want the podcast legacy to look like? Definitely. And so I definitely want the legacy to be to pass it on or what's the saying? Like if someone like helps you and then you want to pass it on, you know, give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? My parents were the type of people that would like give you the shirt off their backs. And so I just was raised that way to help people and want to help and give back. And so this is a way to do it. We know we're in a pandemic, so it's kind of a different time right now, but it's definitely ways to get involved and reach out and, you know, be a support system for our community because we definitely need it. So if I heard you correctly, you want Walk by Accident to be a legacy where you could pay it forward. You also want it for it. (laughs) That's what I was trying to think of. You also want it to be generational where you could pass this legacy down to your offsprings and the people connected to you so they could continue to have, you know, the audio journalism and, you know, journal with journal by taking interviews and writing it down because Whenever you do an interview, you are journaling about it because your show notes is a form of journalism. And then you're, you also have the audio and the audio is being transcribed. And nowadays we know we have AI, which is artificial intelligence, and we have RPA, robotic processing automation, and all of those things are ways to index the audio voices that we hear. So you have two forms of capturing you know, the stories that you are uncovering, the stories that are being told, 
by also shedding light on something as hard as these topics, because they are educational. Not everyone is going to talk about it because talking about it could re-traumatize someone or it could create triggers. And what happens when someone's re-traumatized or those triggers are created, then people are either going to have, you know, outbursts, outlashes, or they're going to shut down. But by you being bold and just creating that space, have you heard any negative feedback regarding the work that you're doing? Because not everyone is going to celebrate what you're doing. But as long as you believe in yourself and believe at what you're bringing to the forefront, that's all that matters. That's I agree. And, you know, um, a few little comments on the YouTube or TikTok feed. But, you know, that's not stopping our mission. So, you know. Just to be expected. <laughs> Everybody's got an opinion, but you know, there's greater work being done. So I love that because opinions are just opinion. Feedback could be a gift. You either take what applies and run with it and whatever doesn't apply. Thank the person that they cared enough, but just put it in your back pocket or discard it because feedback is just that feedback. And as long as you are continuing the mission and you're super passionate about this and helping the lives of the family members that were impacted, educating the younger generation and paying it forward, then you've done your part because you never know how one interview is going to reach, you know, a group of people or maybe one individual. And then a ripple effect is going to start. And that domino effect, because the momentum is building up because you keep talking about this conversation and it's becoming fluid. Yes. So now I want to play a fun game with you, Jen, as I, as we wind down, because I want to be respectful of your time. And it's 10 questions with Jen, the host with the mostest. Don't think too hard about it. Sure. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Number one, favorite color. Pink. Number two, favorite quote. That service is the rent that we pay to be here on earth. That service is the rent that we pay here to be here on earth. Yeah, I believe that's Muhammad Ali, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, awesome. Three, dream car. Ooh, I would say Cadillac Escalade, don't ask why. (laughs) I'm so St. Louis. (laughs) Four, if you could interview anyone on your podcast, who would it be and why? I would say I would love to um, talk to Sean White and he has really has a great perspective. A lot he gets a lot of criticism, but I think he's doing great work and I would love to pick his brain. Okay, so I'm gonna challenge you. Find out who his publicist is, find out where he hangs out on social media, and then shoot your shot. You have nothing to lose. He'll either say yes or no, but as long as you put it out there, you can make those dreams become reality. Five. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Favorite vacation spot. I'm not a big traveler, so I'll just say Vegas. (laughs) Okay, Vegas. Six. Thinking back to your childhood, what was your favorite toy? Barbies. Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Seven. Thinking about how far you came in life and what you've accomplished, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned and how has it helped you? would say to not sweat the small stuff you know yeah don't sweat the small stuff eight favorite movie love jones nine favorite genre music wise hip-hop okay awesome and then ten 
bonus question. <laughs> this is where you could ask me anything that you want. And if you can't think of anything, you can either pass or play and I'll ask you the final question. Okay. And so I guess I ask you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? In the next five years, I see myself traveling the globe worldwide. I love to travel. I want to do my speaking engagements in lieu of my author journey, as well as podcasting in different places and interviewing various people from various cultures and really pushing the needle forward when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, plus creating the intersections for people who may not necessarily get up and talk, but by them engaging in a laid back fluid conversation with me, it really opens them up to sharing their story where they wouldn't have otherwise shared it. Definitely. Great. Awesome. And Jen, now I want you to close us out with leaving us with one or two gems and remember, the mission behind GEMS Podcast is to educate, inspire, and motivate. I guess, what do you want me to share exactly? So I want you to leave us with one or two GEMS that either relate to your background, something that has helped you along the way that would either inspire, educate, or motivate the listeners and viewers. Oh, for sure. And just briefly, I'll share. I definitely find a tribe, you know what I mean? And I really have found value in finding your tribe. And so with whatever you're working on, if you're in school and, you know, trying to get through a certain course or something like that, you know, align yourself with others that are going through the same thing. Right now, I've aligned myself with some really cool podcasters and, you know, we're conversing about equipment and, well, can I run something by you? Or, hey, do you got a minute to jump on a clubhouse room? I want to try out my equipment. And we're there for each other. And it's really nice to have someone that you can reach out to that relates to what you're going through. So find your tribe. And I guess I would just say, stay true to yourself. And a lot of times you're not sure about what you want to pursue, whether it's your major or your field or your podcast. A lot of people change your mind and switch up, but stay true to yourself. So I would say that. Amazing tips. So number one, find your tribe. And then the second gem is stay true to yourself. Those are amazing gems because your tribe is so important because those are people who support you no matter what. I like to call them your A ones from day ones. And I like to say, your tribe is a group of people that see you where you are, but they also see your potential and they're not going to allow you to remain stagnant or inside your comfort zone because your purpose and your potential are so much brighter. So they're going to pull you up to, you know, the level that you're supposed to be at. And then when you stay true to yourself, you're not going to fall victim to what the world or what someone is projecting onto you because you are remaining 100% authentic and you're allowing yourself to immerse into the woman or man you're destined to be. So those are amazing gems. And Jen, tell the listeners and viewers how they could connect with you on social media, follow your podcast and et cetera. Oh, for sure. And so the website is www.wokebyaccident.net. And I'm on Instagram as Woke by Accident Podcast. And on Twitter, I am Woke by. And there you have it, listeners and viewers. You just heard Jen Washington here on Gems Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp. And we talked about Woke by Accident. We were pushing her passion for social justice 
and talking about improvements of race relations, because it takes all of us having those difficult conversations, or like I like to say, courageous conversations to really understand what somebody of the African-American black and brown community is going through. Not saying that all lives don't matter. We're just saying whenever we are persecuted by wrongful negligence, we are dealing with hatred by people who don't really understand us, or they're just hating us for no apparent reason. That begins to affect the entire community. So we want to talk about that to bring education, to spread awareness, as well as pay it forward. So whenever you think about Woke by Accident, think about Jen Washington and all the previous guests that she has had on her podcast and how their stories are a part of their life journey. And it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be pretty. But if you take a step back and you start to empathize and you start to shed some compassion and just some charismatic, even if you don't necessarily understand what that individual is going to, never make assumptions because it makes an ass out of you and I, and never judge a book by its cover because you never know how much hurt and pain, agony, suffering, intent, malice, or ill will went into creating that book. Because it's not always easy to write a book, but whenever you get past the cover and you open the pages, you really get to see the heartfelt intricates that the author went through. So I want you to be mindful of that when you think about social injustice and you think about race relations. And even if you don't know how to have a conversation with someone, start with a disclaimer and say, I don't understand how you feel. And I may never understand it because I haven't walked a day in your shoes, but help me understand things from your perspective. Or can you help me educate myself, whether it's providing some resources or some tools so I can, you know, overcome ignorance and I can see things from a new vantage point. So I hope what Jen and I said today left an impact on you and it made an imprint. And until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Go out and have yourself an amazing day because you are amazing. You were created for purpose, on purpose. And we really want you to educate yourself on those hard topics because we're here to do life together. And if each one of us gets cut, we all bleed red. So why the hell are we allowing our differences? And roll with that. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.